I work in a car dealership and a spoiled brat and her father came into my store and demanded her father to buy her a brand new BMW as her very first car. When things didn't go her way, she exploded, screaming and running in there, thinking that it would help her get the BMW, but it didn't. It backfired and blew up in her face worse than she expected. Here's what happened. Subscribe to Am I the Jerk on YouTube and hit the bell to turn on notifications. This is a tale from retail in auto sales. The awesome dad is played by Robert Downey Jr. The spoiled bride is played by Julia Childs and I am played by John Cho. We now join our hero as he attempts to smash his head into the desk. I mean, sell the spoiled brat a vehicle. As I'm standing next to a used 2012 BMW 328 XI Coupe, I say, so as you can see, this is going to be the best fit for your budget and your needs. And not to mention some of the high-end features you were looking for. The spoiled Brad says, Oh, Daddy, I don't want a used car. I only get new cars. The dad, giving me an exasperated look, says, Sweetie, I don't know what your mom told you, but I'm not buying you a new car. Besides, you don't get any cars. This is your first one. The spoiled brat now whining says, But Susan got a brand new Mercedes for her graduation. I stared at her, mentally banging my head against the glass of the BMW. I am imagined it shattering and me dying in the process. But what I said was, yes, but your dad told me that he has a certain budget to deal with. This is a very nice car with less than 20,000 miles on it. It runs and drives like new. I turned to the dad and said, wow, that sounded cliche. I apologize. The dad laughing responded saying, sure was, boy But I think I'll take it despite your cliched outburst. We headed inside while the spoiled brat tapped away angrily on her phone. Insert the boring negotiation montage here that ended up concluding with the dad saying, well, I think that does it. I think we have a deal. Thank you. In that moment, the spoiled brat cut him off annoyed and said, are you freaking serious, daddy? I am not driving some used car. Even Miranda, the poor girl, got a new Toyota. The dad then angrily said, I am not buying a new car. Maybe you can ask your mom to do that. Oh, wait, she would rather spend her money on a vacation to Italy and not take her daughter. The spoiled brat launches into a tirade of cursing, screaming, and generally throwing a tantrum. The dad stands up calmly, shakes my hand, and apologizes. Well, boy, it looks like my daughter's got a lot to learn about appreciating free things. Maybe her friends will let her ride on the new cars because she will be taking the bus. And she'll need to get a job now to pay for that. Oh, I'm sorry, daddy. I want the car now. It's too late, spoiled daughter. You do yourself into a hole. Better ask your mom in two weeks when she gets back from Italy. The spoiled brat proceeded to run outside crying while her dad shook my hand. Oddly, I felt something crinkle into my palm and I looked down to find that he shoved a hundred dollar bill into my hand. That's for wasting your time and costing you money. But that spoiled girl ain't getting a car from me. Let her stepfather get her one. Thanks. I definitely appreciate it and best of luck. With that, he walked out and got into his car and they both took off again. Not two weeks later, the spoiled brat came back and was driving a broken down Honda. It turns out that that is the car that her new dad got her. Paid a whopping $500 for it and it needed service. She didn't even look at me as she walked in. The score came out to awesome dad, 1 million points, the spoiled brat, one hefty repair bill. So was I the jerk for not stepping in. When the spoiled brat 
says, even Miranda, the poor girl, got a new Toyota. That just shows how she thinks about others around her. She just classifies her entire personality, this girl Miranda, as being the poor girl. If you're poor, you don't have any other defining attributes other than being poor. That's a pretty sad perspective to have. And what kid thinks it's normal to get a brand new BMW coupe as their very first car? I mean, even in rich families, is that a normal thing to just say, hey, daddy, give me the BMW, please? I mean, I guess he actually was going to still buy her a BMW, just not a new one. 20,000 miles is nothing on it. I'm guessing for some reason, the girl just wants to be able to say that it was a new BMW when really there's no functional difference, I'm sure, between this and a brand new BMW, unless you wanted the look of a specific car. But in the end, her acting like this totally blew up in her face because instead of getting the BMW coupe with 20,000 miles on it, she ended up getting the $500 Honda that I'm sure probably has over 100,000 miles on it. If you've ever met somebody spoiled like this in your life, let me know down below in the comments. Or if you have a full-on story, you can submit the story via the link down below in the description. But jerk or not a jerk and why? My revenge story almost killed a man. About three years ago, I was working in a pretty big factory. They hired through five different temp services, so the place was pretty much like a revolving door. People came and left without any warning. Sometimes it was just hard to find a familiar face. So when someone started stealing my lunches, everyone became a suspect. After falling victim to the lunchbox bandit for a week straight, I'm talking about six 12-hour days with no lunch. Needless to say, the frustration spawned several evil plans, but I felt the Carolina Reaper would give me the fastest and most effective results. All I know was people were going to think twice before stealing lunches. I spent all night making the best steak fajitas for lunch the next day. I finally minced the reaper peppers into a nice pico de gallo and topped my devil fajitas off. I carefully placed my fajitas into a Tupperware bowl, garnished them with cilantro and limes, then covered them with a clear lid to display their beauty. The next morning, about an hour after I placed them in the fridge, a woman started screaming for help. I ran to the lunchroom to find the lunchbox bandit lying on the floor gasping for air. The reaper peppers triggered an asthma attack and he had to be rushed to the hospital. He never said anything and neither did I until now. Was I the jerk for putting Carolina Reaper peppers into my lunch to teach the lunchbox bandit a lesson? There's not many things that will piss somebody off faster than eating their lunch when they won't have any other alternate options. This guy is working six 12-hour days in a row with no lunch. I think that's bound to make anyone a little bit loopy. I don't know if he knew that putting the Carolina Reapers in the food could possibly give someone an asthma attack, but those things can be pretty dangerous. I'm guessing he probably just thought it was a really spicy thing and he would find out who the lunchbox bandit was because they were running around trying to find water or something to make it less spicy in their mouth. But he probably just put so much of it that that's what led to the guy having an asthma attack. If someone was stealing your food, what would you do? Let me know down below and jerk or not a jerk and why. This next story is actually in response to the Carolina Reaper story. This is how a booze bandit at work got caught and ended up drinking pee. There used to be a lot of drinking in auto factories. Long hours and hard work made people want to escape by getting and staying sloshed at work. I retired not too long ago and I've got to tell you, the kids nowadays are not near as bad as the people I worked with 40 years ago. People used to hide their drink anywhere, but not in their lockers. If it was found in your locker, you could be fired. Once in a while, a slime ball would find a drink and gulp it down. If it only happened once in a while, pilferage was overlooked, but some dingleberry decided to look for other people's drink and steal it on a regular 
basis. This went on for far too long. Then the person probably responsible was found out. He was the one that turned white as a sheet and had to leave the lunch table after one of the guys told his fellow employees of having reached the end of his patience and of having filled a third of his bottle with urine, hiding it and finding it empty. Now, to be fair, maybe the guy just had a weak stomach and it hadn't been the booze bandit after all. He was a known lush and often not honest, so maybe. Also, the Regular unauthorized booze withdrawals stopped after that. That was vicious. This might be the only thing that people would be more upset about losing at work than their lunch, especially if they've just been perpetually sloshed for years at a time at work and then suddenly somebody takes their drink. The OP here makes it sound like maybe it wasn't the same guy, but the fact that they stopped having their drinks taken after this situation happened makes it seem like it's pretty clear that they found the booze bandit. And this is like some sort of adult Easter egg hunt. They have these flasks hidden all over an auto factory because drinking on the job is fine as long as it's not in your locker, as if that makes sense. Doing it is no problem as long as it's inconvenient to do it. Maybe the management knew it was going to happen anyway and this is just their way of slowing it down. But let me know, do you think peeing in the bottle was going too far or do you think it was justified? And jerk or not a jerk and why? Am I the jerk for refusing to let an artist whose designs I use promote their work on my page? So I'm in the business of selling custom and esoteric t-shirts online through my website and through my Instagram page. I have a weird rule though. I personally hate having names on my clothing, so I don't sign my name on any of the designs because I think the clothes shouldn't be an advertising tool since they're not my property anymore. It's fine because I do most of the artwork myself, but I was slammed with orders a couple months back so I couldn't have time to work on more original designs since I had a lot of custom work to do. I decided to buy the design so that I could relieve some of the burden. I found a young artist whose designs I liked and told her the kind of designs and drawings that I wanted from her. I told her about my rule and that she couldn't sign her designs and if she was okay with it. I told her I would be purchasing these designs, not licensing from her, and that they'd be my property from then on. I offered to pay a premium as well. I told her if it was okay, if she didn't want to do it and I could find somebody else. So it's been all good and the t-shirts with her designs have been selling quite well. I haven't released all of them yet and I released them batch by batch. Under my most recent batch of photos that I uploaded, I found her commenting saying that she designed this t-shirt and to check out her page where she's selling more of these designs and has started taking customers orders for tees. I deleted the comments, contacted her and told her that she should not be commenting on my page since these weren't even her designs anymore and that I had purchased them from her. She got mad and told me she still did the design and had the right to promote herself using them. I told her to stop and that I would be suing her if I found her claiming to own these designs in the future. We have a contract. She's basically promoting herself using my business and she's a direct competitor, but quite a small scale. Since people seem concerned about the age, she's 23 years old and I'm 28 years old. So I think I'm right, but am I the jerk? I can see why the OP would be frustrated here. And I can also see why the young artist would want people to know that she was the one who designed these things. This is one of those situations where it would have helped to have this conversation before going into this sort of agreement with someone. And it's also 
hard to know if he's already trying to tell people that he is the creator of these, because if that's the case, then that's just not true. But if you already agreed to credit her and he is crediting her, then yeah, he's probably going to be frustrated that she's doing this. There's a couple of crucial pieces of information that are missing here to really know where this all lands. I mean, he does say that she's basically trying to recruit people that are commenting on these designs to her own thing, which he describes as being a direct competitor. Another question to ask here is how much was he directing her to make these designs in the first place? Did he already have the idea and he told her what he wanted and then she just brought that to life? Because that is also a very different situation than just saying, make a cool design from scratch, from nothing. Because if that's what she did, then she really did design this thing through and through. So with the information we have, let me know how you see this down below and jerk or not a jerk and why. Am I the jerk for telling the truth and exposing a web of lies my wife spun? My wife has been lying a lot lately. She is overly conscious of people's feelings and she uses white lies to shift the blame on others to lessen the blow of a situation, always to her benefit. She will find herself in situations where she wants to back out of weekend plans with her friends or explain why she did something seemingly rude, etc. But she always blames me. My husband doesn't want me to leave this weekend. Sorry, he's such a jerk. Or, I only screenshotted this conversation we had because my husband told me that he wanted to see it. Sure, I can handle someone confronting me about that stuff far better than she can. She has high anxiety when it comes to confrontation, but I'm really sick of being her scapegoat and letting people think that I am a selfish jerk. I was watching our kids this weekend while my wife hosted a bachelorette trip for her friend at my wife's aunt's lake house. Last night, my wife calls and says I can come over with the kids rather than wait till early this morning like planned. I get to the lake house and the girls are all still out at a bar somewhere, so I let myself in and put the kids to bed. My wife's aunt texts her after seeing me on her security camera and tells her she is upset that I was there. That's weird to me because she and I get along very well and I'm even renting a house from her. She has really high anxiety, but she manages it most of the time. She then texts me this morning and begins yelling at me about how I had no right to invite myself over and that I'm a bad father. Naturally, I was shocked and asked her what she meant. It turns out that my wife texted her saying that she didn't know I was coming and that I'm an incompetent father and she had to help me because I didn't know how to watch my own kids. I told her that that was not true and that my wife invited me to come because she knew it was closer to my work and I could sleep in rather than getting up early to bring the kids. I of course confronted my wife about why she would lie about me and say things like that about me. She then gets mad and says she was doing damage control on the situation and that it's far better if her aunt is mad at me than her. So now we're fighting because I, of course, don't appreciate being put in that situation, but my wife thinks it was a necessary sacrifice to keep her aunt happy with her. So am I the jerk for telling the truth and exposing a web of lies that my wife spun? This is awful. How deep does this go? The wife just casually makes these lies, which are much bigger than white lies, by the way, to paint her husband in such a horrible light when it's not even true in order to save herself and keep her own relationships healthy? Who would want to be with somebody who habitually does that to them? In one of the responses, one section says, it has already gone to the point where she is way past believing her own lies and the foundation is set where everyone in your mutual support network is against you. And how can you blame her family for being so ferociously against you when it's been established that you are consistently behaving like a monster for months now? You could literally be one bad panic lie away from losing your kids or getting arrested for abuse. That is a very accurate explanation of the danger that he's in because who knows when the day will come when she just panics and just says something that's totally 
publicly out there and people believe it to be true about this husband. He really could lose his kids. So if this was you and you were married to this person, how would you handle this? Where do you even begin having this conversation? Let me know down below and jerk or not a jerk and why. Am I the jerk for letting my neighbor pack my lunch for me? My wife used to pack lunch for me, but I noticed a while back that she stopped making lunches like she used to. Before, she would try and get creative with it, take her time, try new recipes, put a little special touch here and there, etc. Then I felt like it just became, okay, this is what the kids are having. I'll just make an extra one of that and give it to him. I would then make my own lunch, but for one, it's not the same as when she makes it though. And two, I work in construction, so by the time I come home, all I want to do is hit the sheets, and all the places to get lunch near the construction site are expensive, so I'd rather just bring something from home. So I brought it up to her one day, and we talked about it, and she told me that she had so many things to do in a day that she didn't have as much time to put her energy into making my lunches like she used to. But I could see that she genuinely felt bad because I noticed the next few lunches were more polished than previous ones. And I appreciated her so much for trying that when the quality of the lunches started to go down again, I didn't even have the heart to complain. Fast forward, I have a day off so my wife drags me to a Bible study that was being hosted at a neighbor's house. The food was so good that I kept going back for more. After my third plate, the woman who had made the food and I started talking. Basically, she told me that she was flattered that I liked her food so much and that she was training to be a chef and that she had more food that she would like to try out. I told her that would be perfect because I am always looking for different things to try and whatever food she had made, I could just pick up in the morning and take with me to lunch. We exchanged information and the next day she sent me an address to her home, which turned out to be right on my way to work and not too far from the construction site. So that's where I've been getting lunch for the past few days. I told my wife that she didn't have to make lunch for me anymore and she didn't say anything until today. She said she thought I was getting lunch from the store and I said that I don't see why it matters where I'm getting it from. She said she doesn't want me to pick up lunch from there anymore and I told her she was being unreasonable for no reason. We had a big argument a few hours ago and she's still mad. I really don't see what the problem is. She doesn't have to worry about taking time out of her day to make lunch for me and I'm getting quality lunches again. How is this not a win-win for everybody? I'm confused. I know what everyone is implying, but it can't be because she thinks I'm cheating. I told her that she can literally check my hours. When I arrive at work, I have to clock in. If I was going over to her place to cheat, I would be clocking in late. So am I the jerk for letting my neighbor pack my lunch for me instead of my wife? Before I even talk about how the wife might feel in this situation, the chef in training probably didn't expect the OP to go get lunch every single day. If that was the conversation they had, then the OP probably would have mentioned that or included it somehow, but this chef person is just paying for this guy's lunch forever? And even if that's not the case, if he's giving her money for food, the wife is going to still be upset. One response that summed up the way the wife probably feels in a concise way is somebody that said, she's upset because you made her feel that preparing your lunch every day was an important part of taking care of you. Then, you basically said, never mind, I met someone else who wants to take care of me. I get what the OP is logically trying to say. He's saying that she's really busy, she has a lot going on, and so this will take one extra responsibility off of her plate. But the way the wife probably wants that to be solved is either by him doing it himself or finding a solution that doesn't make it seem like it's another woman that is competing for this position. I got the impression that the wife knew about this the entire time, but the way he explained the situation ends with the wife being surprised. She didn't know that he was getting this food from this woman. She even says, I thought you were going to the store to get it. So even though he's not cheating, it sounds like he's being purposely deceptive for some reason, but yet thinks it's obvious that the wife should understand. If that was the case, then why didn't he just 
bring it up when he started going there. But let me know how you see the situation down below and jerk or not a jerk and why. When you subscribe, make sure to hit the bell to turn on notifications. To finish listening to all the stories in this series, use the playlist at the top of the description. And next time you live stream, use the cream of the crop music. Search for cream of the stream on Spotify or whatever music platform you use for copyright free music to use for your stream. It's free cream of the stream. Either way, thanks a lot for listening. We'll see you guys next time.